How's it going, everyone? And welcome to the Eminence Legacy Podcast. My name is Alfonso. I am the co-host here at the Eminence Legacy. And I'm here by two co-hosts today. So I'm going to go ahead and open the ground floor so that they can go ahead and introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Marilyn. Nice to meet you. I'm a co-host here with uh, Alfonso. My name is Jose Luis Cadena, and thank you for joining us. Um, we are practically towards the end of the year, and uh, we're happy that you stuck around this long, and hopefully you find this podcast informative and helpful for your life. Yes, that's exactly right. So we're going to be going into a brand new year. A lot of us are not even thinking that far yet. So it's coming to the end of December, and a lot of people are mostly worried about what am I going to be cooking? Who am I going to have over? Oh, I have to put up with this relative again. Those are the types of things that are on people's minds right now. But starting January 1st, guess what's going to be on people's mind? New Year's resolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What can I do different now for the new year? What do you think are some of the top ones? Um, well, since I'm always in the gym, that's when the gym is the most full is January 1st. Uh, the parking lot is ridiculous and i know most of them are going in there to kind of lose the weight i'm seeing a list so exercise more is definitely one of them and i guess part of that is because they want to lose weight uh like another popular one i'm seeing here get organized or learning a new skill or hobby Mm -hmm. yeah so all of these are pretty practical the 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 thing is that you know they it starts with a very big picture rather than actually focusing on small steps to how to actually get there. If you start with something as easy as getting organized, you can literally start that right now, like clean up your desk. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so let's go ahead and talk about some stuff that we can definitely look at that we could, um, that we could, some, some tools and things that we could ask for ourselves to, the, to look at anytime that we want to commit ourselves to starting something new. So one of the things that, that uh that is i think it's worth thinking about is definitely start reflecting right so what exactly is it that it is that we want to get started on exactly i'd say that um you know we would kind of look back to see what worked for us past the year this past year what didn't work for us what did we like what didn't we like what we do what can we improve what is it is that too much of a big goal for me to improve or is do I start small? Like you said, just organizing my desk or organizing my closet. Do I start there? Is that going to help me get to my bigger goal for the year that's coming? You know, it doesn't have to be something as dramatic as, you know what, I need to lose 20 pounds by two weeks from now. Like, no, you don't have to do that. You can start something small. Yeah. And definitely like the reflection, I think is a big part. The reason I brought that one up first is because this year, one of the things that I tried differently is that, so I was part of the, uh, I was following the trend that you, the best way to lose weight and to be able to, uh, you know, just get fit in general is the popular myth that you need to consume less calories and be more active. So you can imagine how frustrated I was that, hey, I'm starting to do the 10,000 steps, you know, I'm eating less and less. I'm angry all the time because I'm not eating the foods that I, you know, foods that I particularly enjoy. And I think I'm doing what's good for me. And what I did, what I hadn't realized, what I, what it took a, a personal trainer to tell me at the time was that I, I was teaching my body to be in starvation mode. Basically, what my body was hearing is, hey, there's not enough food that, and you're trying to be more active. So therefore, I'm just going to preserve more 
of the of the fat. That way, I can be able to sustain it myself. You know, and that's what I was telling my. And that's those were the signals that I was telling to my body. So in that case, what did I have to do? I had to tear the whole thing down and to start all over again. Yeah, I would say that we need to check our standard operating procedures. That's what I would call them, SOPs. All of us have developed a stand, standard operating procedures, which is like a, a program that we run in our mind, meaning that we, we've been taught something or we, we've been kind of like uh, coached in a certain way, but that's not meeting our daily goals or dreams or expectations. So we're going to have to go back in there and kind of reformat the way we're thinking. And that's where it gets tricky because um, we've been hearing so many things. Uh, I mean, especially right now with social media and all that, everybody's a everybody's a trainer. Everybody has competed. Everybody has knowledge. And the truth is that um, a lot of the information that we're getting is not um, correct. It's misinformation. Now, how can we know this? Well, if you're frustrated, we're stuck and we're not moving forward, then that should be like the big no-brainer where we're kind of like, okay, what is really happening here? And this is where we kind of need to kind of go back to um, self-analyze ourselves and, and, and kind of, like you say, tear down. There's no way of rebuilding something that's broken. So we really have to go in there and just tell, tear the whole thing down and start over. Because um, if you talk to any programmer, they're not going to be able to tell you when they're making a program where they mess up, they're going to have to start from scratch because it could be any little thing that they messed up and they have to go back and really like start everything from zeros. And and this is what sometimes it it bothers us that we understand that and that's how we get stuck. That That's my personal belief, of course. I would agree with you as well as Luis. It's it's really hard to break a habit that we were taught since the beginning. So having to go back and start from zero, sometimes a lot of us don't even know where to start. If we're going to start right, that's that's what we're afraid of. Are we going to do it the right way? Are we not? Are, am, am I going to get like the actual go at the end this time? And we need to put that you know, in our head that it's okay, we're going to have to start over, even though we already did it once, we're going to have to do it again. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's no time limit. Um, life isn't, you know, a race, like, you don't have to hurry up and win it. <laughs> right. No, I, th I think, I think you bring up a great point, Marilyn, like, uh, because we, uh, and we're so afraid to start over because of how much time and resources and efforts we've invested in something. So I think it, it was in a South Park episode, I think, where uh, I can't even remember what the episode was about, but there's a point where he says, hey, I'm $500 into this hobby. I have to like it now. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> even though he, yeah, uh, that's crazy. he dropped the... Yeah, and that was definitely <laughs> true, speaks truth to a lot of us. You know, we go so deep into something that it's like, man, I, at this point, I just can't quit. You know, it's because I, I'm too deep into this. But if you're not producing any results, if it's not getting you any closer, you know, then something has to change. And if, start, if that it means that it's you're starting over, I think in the long run, you'll find that you end up saving a lot more of the time and effort. Exactly. Yes. Well, I think we need to give our our the self reflection of time time and space for it to actually be able to for for us to kind of break it down and understand it. And uh, I think Mind Palm was talking about this like not uh, one of their previous episodes about one of the biggest things for people that are gambling that what makes them gamble more is them losing. 
So going back to the South Park episode, like the what makes you want it more is that you're losing. You're like, man, I need to now keep on because uh, it's not getting me any traction. And we believe that we're doing the right thing. Now, this is hard for everybody. It's hard for you financially. It's hard for you uh, if, if it's financial, if it's in a relationship, if it's um anything that we put our time into, we feel that we have to salvage it. And sometimes it hurts us at at times because we don't know um why it's not flourishing the way we expect it to yeah you don't know if it was worth it like was it worth it for me to put in all that time and effort and now what is that going to help me now that i'm starting all over again and sometimes we need to stop and think that you know yes we must we might have lost money or time or effort or it hurts but later on in the long run it will come back and you will click to you be like, oh, that's why I did that for so long to teach me this now. Now I can handle this other problem because I've had that personally happen to myself. Let me ask you guys something. How much? Uh, so I I come from the belief that basically we have to be changing, right? So we're not the same people that we were in middle school or high school. You can even look, and, and an easy test for this is that you can open up your yearbook, and man, it's like that that was cringe. Like, uh, I know, like, at least when I was back in school, like in South Texas, that we had like these like jewelry that were like little spinners where the little pendant would spin and everything had a spinner in it for some reason. Um, everything would light up, including belt buckles and caps and, and shirts, you know. So and you, and you look back then and, it, and it's like, you know, wow, was that really a thing? <laughs> how, how, how come nobody ever told us, spared us? Yeah, that yeah. is true. So how how has your uh, how has your values changed uh, since? And that could be like I mean, within the last two years, within the last ten years, um, how how do you feel that your that your values have changed over time? Um, I feel my values has changed dramatically um, from simply like my diet that I do now, my carnival diet, to um, the way I exercise now and what I would do back then. And I've I've made a big difference, and I've seen the results in my body. Like before I was like, man, I, I was super, super thin. And I thought to myself, look, I already lost all this weight and I'm really thin and I look great. And now I go back in my pictures and I'm like, oh my goodness, why was I so thin? Like I don't have muscle. I don't have anything. And I here I am thinking I look great. And now that I see the pictures now where I'm actually, you know, training better, not just doing pure cardio, 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 I actually lifts weight. I changed my diet. I, I understand more my body. I see my body and it looks now I actually look healthy. Not just like, oh, skin and bones. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely relate to that. I look at some of those uh, pictures too. And, and I was uh, I was also really thin, you know, and some people like value that. They'll say it's like, oh, you know, you're, you're you know, like you're, you're so skinny and stuff. And then, but now it's like you said, your values changed. It's like, no, I want to be able to, uh, some I heard somebody use this example recently. I want to be able to lift my luggage and put it in the uh, in the top compartment of the air, of the air, of, of an airplane. You know, I want to be able to pick up my kids. I want to be able to uh, I want to be able to run. You know, when you talk about the freedoms that come with it, it's it's a lot more about than just of a body image. But it's like what what is the the usefulness of it? You know, um, yeah. You know, like the like the other day too. It's like not, not, I'm not tooting my own horn. I just found it like interesting. Somebody was broken down at the end, on the side of the road, and uh, I had done sleds that day, like pushing the sleds through the like across the uh, ac across like ac across the 
across the yard that they have there in the in the in the gym. And guess what was useful that same day in a real world in a in a real world scenario? You know, I got to push a car that day. You know, it's like yeah. it's like man, it felt it, it felt good. But my values have changed so much now because it's like it's like okay, at one point it was just I want to get to like a like a like a healthy weight, and then at a certain point it was like no, I want the freedom that comes with it. One thing that we need to remember about our values is that um, our values need to reflect everything that we do. If our values are not aligned to the things that we're doing, then you're not going to be able to um, to monetize on what you're working on. And what do I mean by that? For example, if you are a type of person that, that likes to take care of yourself and whatnot, and... And then at the end, you start hanging around with people that don't take care of themselves. Well, guess your violence are going to get compromised. And eventually, you're going to be hanging out in the places that they're hanging out and doing the things that they want to do. So we need to very be very careful that always our, our values and our morals are aligned with, with, with our goals. So we do need to upgrade them and change them according, according to where we want to get to. That's where your goals are going to be changed. I'm sorry, Adam. As as he was saying, like when when you hang out with people around you, it's true. You do. I look back, and there's people that are not with me no more, and not because you know they're passed away or anything like that. But it's just they're no longer suiting my goals or my needs or what I need to do. You know, we just the lesson. Like again, I go back. It's a lesson. You learn something from this person, or whatever it is that you you were there for them or they were there for you. And then they break off like a leaf and then you get some other new leaf that comes in and that's going to help you. So yeah, I agree with Jose Luis. It just, it really did. Your circle depends on helping you with your goals. I really do think a lot of that happens organically too, because let's say like you start getting like new values and you start making, shipping your day, planning about your, uh, the places that you go to, you know, like it's like, for example, like if, um, the, mo the most drastic example I could think of is like, let's say uh, at one point, if you were going to a club to be able to find like a significant other, you know, but then you, you know, if you get to a point in your life that you do find a significant other that you want to spend your life with, uh, you're just not going to be going to the same places. And the result of that is that, you know, the, pe the, the people that are still in that trend or in that state of stage of life, uh, they're just not going to want to hang out with you anymore. So it's not even a decision that you have to cautiously make a lot of times because it happens naturally. Then all of a sudden you have kids, and guess what? Your the, the other the other the other friends that you have in your life are now your your fr your kids' friends' friends' parents. You know, yeah. is the people that you end up hanging out with, right? So like it's a so a lot of that like it's a, kind of feeds itself organically. So you know it's a and I and the reason I mentioned that is because it can sound kind of harsh. It's like oh you know you you shape you know, you, you end up hanging up, hanging out with like a new group of people. But a lot of times that just happens naturally. You start looking for new hobbies. You start getting, uh, diving into new stuff that you value and shape your things according to it. And you'll find that, that you're going to attract the same type of people to you. What are, your, what are your guys' thoughts? I do agree. I agree hundred percent on that. It, it does happen naturally. And, and some of people understand it. And then some of them don't. They're like, why did you change? Why are you changing so dramatic on me? Why did you leave me? Why Why are you acting like you're so innocent now that you don't go out to clubs or you don't, you know, do what you used to do anymore? And it's like, no, I'm not, you know, trying to be acting innocent. It's just that I have different values now and I want something more than just being in the club till two, three in the morning and then coming home and 
waking up with a hangover the next day. You know, I want to be able to wake up early in the morning and start my day or start my new goals early before, like they say, before the worm gets the, or I don't know what that saying is, the early bird gets the worm. There you go. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want to do. I don't want to be, you know, hungover in bed all day long. I just lost the day. I don't see the point of doing that anymore. And then you see the other values that come uh, from it too. You know, like I was just lis listening to about like the benefits of sleep. And uh, so all of a sudden now I'm valuing sleep. So it's like, okay, you know, I, I just need to uh, put a cut into the things that I need to do because in the end, my performance uh, for the next day, both mentally and physically are going to be revolve around the quality of sleep that I get, you know? So it's, uh, you know, so go going back, just piggybacking on what you're saying, it's like, I mean, uh, you know, so you have a friend that's telling you, it's like, oh, it's not, it's not you, you know, it's like, uh, haven't you heard of sleep? You know, haven't you heard of like, uh, you know, again, the benefits <laughs> of it, uh, you know, and, and when you're, you're, like I said, your values change and like, it's just gonna change how you go about your day, how you plan things out, the places you go to. And as a result, the people that you surround yourself with. Right. So then, uh, the other thing too, so like, I mean, I know we've, we've been bouncing all over the place, but like I mentioned, it's like, as you, as you analyze your values, you're going to realize that that some goals are just irrelevant to what it was that you previously believed at one point. Like uh, the clear example was, you know, it's like, okay, now you're looking for more stability. So now you're going to go into places like, uh, you know, you're going to be going, your your weekend is going to look very different. So now your, you know, your goals change, you know, you pick up new hobbies, you know, like uh, recently, like I also learned that, uh, that South Texas is really big on bird watching. Um, you know, so like uh, I've been, I've been going to the local, uh, like a bird watching society here. Um, uh, and it's been just like super, super interesting. I'm nowhere close to a biology major. I hated science. I hate it. Like, I mean, uh, like, uh, and, 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 it, and I guess it's interesting. It's just that I just didn't like the courses, you know, and the, the, the yeah. work that came with it, but, uh, learning about the local species and the, and the, and the native plants and the invasive species and all that, it's just been really interesting that it just, it, what made it more interesting is that like now I'm surrounding myself with people that, that know about this stuff and are educating me about it, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been good because I mean, again, it aligns with our goals. It's like, uh, for me and my wife, like we want to be able to do stuff that we enjoy together. We want to be active. You know, this is a perfect way to like, uh, to some, this is a perfect way to justify like hiking for miles, you know, and doing something, you know, like other than just walking, you can pay attention to a local, uh, wildlife, you know, so that's, so like I mentioned, it's like, I mean, our, our values have been changing as we've gotten older and, and our, and, um, so, so our, both our values and goals are just, are just linked to one another. Uh, when it comes to goals, I want to like, we sometimes, even if we're at the right goal, um, when you kind of sometimes need to realign ourselves to maybe we're not managing the, the the right way, because one of the worst things that can happen uh, is doing something that's wrong in the right way. And it gives us a good result. So a lot of times we do get these um, goals and maybe we're getting moving a little bit forward, but maybe we could tweak those, 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 um those goals a little bit or Maybe not the goal, but the way we're going to get there, because a lot of times the destination doesn't change. What's going to change is how we get there. So I think that when it comes to uh, re-evaluating your goals and rewriting your goals, it always needs to be like an alignment, again, with your core beliefs and with your value system. And again, going back to the reflection. So it's kind of like a process that we're building here. But I do think that there's always... Uh, room to readjust to get closer to even the goals that are currently maybe still in motion that might not have changed absolutely uh would you are you going to add something to that Marilyn? 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with Jose Luis, and I agree with yours, too. Um, I think, I don't know if you, you all do, but I remember when I was younger and going to use your bird watching. I used to think, like, why would someone want to go look at birds? Like, whoa, why would I want to go do that on my weekend? Like, that to me, I'm wasting, like, my time. And as you grow older and as you start, like you said, your goals start aligning with you, you start seeing the beauty of going to go see the birds. You start seeing the beauty of the peace that you have that comes with it. So, yes, uh, everything, like you're, like you said, like, your goal at the end is probably like the peace that you want to have, but how you got there is not, you know, it changes how you end up getting there. Cause you would never think, Hey, here I am now it's a Saturday six in the morning and I'm watching birds. And guess what? This is actually bringing my peace. <laughs> right. It, and, and yeah, and there's just so many layers to it too, because like I mentioned, like, it's like a big, like, I don't want to go to the gym every day. I go three times a week. You know, I think that's a, that's something that I'm happy with, uh, you know, but I, that doesn't mean I don't want to be active in other ways. So like a, in that case, it was like a good way to, it's like, okay, you know, we get to get the, uh, you know, go, go to the outdoors, be able to get some soak in some sun, you know, and uh, you know, and learn about the local, about, about the local wildlife too. And, and then there's a learning process too. Like I said, like I, I didn't know anything about, about this, you know, I didn't even know it was as big as it was until I started, that's so why I started going. But that kind of ties into like the, the next topic I wanted to bring up is about the fear of things, you know, is that like a lot of times the, the reasons that, um, and I guess we briefly did touch on it we, um, in regards to us not wanting to break something we've spent so much time and resource in, but the but I wanted to put more light on the fact that we're just afraid to try something new because we're just afraid of being, uh, whether it's wrong or being not good at it, you know, like, and I think like a, you know, you mentioned like a lot of new people are going to be uh, renewing their subscriptions this year for like the gym, you know, and a lot of them are terrified and they're not going to break away from your, you know, traditional, um, you know, like, like, uh, like you said, you know, like when you first started is like you were mostly like with cardio, um, you know, and then you started incorporating weightlifting into training. Like in your personal experience, would you say that that was based on fear on trying uh, um, venturing out into other forms of of, of exercise? Yes, I would say it was into fear, but because of uh, the incident with my back injury, which can also play into why someone doesn't want to jump into it. They might have had some post-trauma that they're like, what if? It's always that question, what if I do this and this happens? Or what if it doesn't go? So for me, it was like, what if I start lifting weights and guess what? I re-injure myself all over again. But then it's like, then you're never going to know. You have to go ahead and do it. So that's what I, I got off of the fear. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do, like you said, maybe I'm not going to lift, you know, to be as big. But I'm going to lift to at least say, you know what? I made a change. I'm starting to like it. And I am doing it the correct way because I'm actually learning how to lift and how to do it safely. So, you know, you can make the change and still have that fear. But you just need to know how you're going to make it and not make it, you know, where it's the full hundred percent. But you can at least said I put my foot in there already. Yeah, and I think that's going to be like the experience with several people. And I like that you bring up about the prior injury, uh, because, yeah, that's that can be good. That, that can be true, like psychologically, you know, emotionally, where like uh, they've affiliated like a like a previous experience and they apply it to the new thing that they would 
uh, consider trying, but they wouldn't because of the fear of reopening old wounds um, in a figure of speech. You know, but yeah, that, that's definitely uh, one thing that uh, as we go about this new year and thinking about like the things that we want to commit to, the new goals, or if you want to call them resolutions that we want to stick to, uh, you know, consider it's like, okay, so is it consistent with my values and what is stopping me from doing it? And you're going to find out that in the bottom of it all, a lot of times it's going to be fear. It's going to be what's going to prevent us from even taking the first step. And one thing I want to add to that is uh, most of the things we want are on the other side of fear. Uh, most of the things that we want to accomplish is uh, when when we uh, need to put the consistency, when we need to commit. I mean, it, just going back to the to the bird watching, imagine if a bird woke up one day and said, I don't want to be a bird anymore. Like we don't see that in 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 a bird's life. It's like they're happy to be a bird. They They sing in the morning. They sing in the afternoon. They're not, I mean, I'm not sure that they fear the weather. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they, they find a place to accommodate themselves when things are not going um, favorable. I mean, that's why they fly from north to south and whatnot, and and they're not afraid of it. So sometimes uh, everything that we want, it's on the other side of fear now. It's easier said than done because we deal with a lot of personal baggage that keeps pulling us back. But again, what what voices are we going to listen to? What are we going to do about um, our our specific situation? Um, I do I do encourage everybody to again go back and 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 align your your morals, your values, and and reflect on on what you've been doing and, and reassess your goals and and let's try to push past this this coming year. Right. And and then just to add on one more thing to like what Marilyn was saying too that that I think was really important. So she mentioned that she that so you mentioned that you learned how to like do the exercises in a way that to prevent injury. Um how did you go about learning the techniques? I just um got out of my my comfort where I would go I usually would just go into the gym straight into the gym straight to my class and out. I wouldn't speak to nobody. So my comfort was getting out of it and actually asking someone. And I came to see that, you know, there is people out there who want to help you. You shouldn't be afraid to ask. And they've taught me at the gym, you know, this is what this this machine is for. And this is what, you know, how you could lift here. And if you do it this way, it's it's going to hurt you this way. So it was just a matter of there's no, like, it's literally true. There is no wrong question. The only wrong is when you don't ask. Yeah, absolutely. And that and that just brings up the that that brings us to the, one of the last points that we were getting to, which is to be able to get a coach, you know, and it's like uh, you know, just finding somebody that that has the expertise, somebody that has the experience. So and this really helps to get over the fear because you'll realize that there's a lot of people that are willing to share what they know, but there's not a lot of people willing to ask. Um and yeah, just and just in my personal experience with that, it's like there's always something new to learn, right? Um I had seen that there was a variation to like a, the curl, um, you know, where you could like uh, basically get supports to the back of your elbows to be able to do like the full, to be able to get the full movement of the curls. And I was like, uh, you know, so in the gym that I go to, I was wondering is like, well, where can I find that type of padding that could like try to, you know, that could, that, that I can comfortably adjust the seat and, you know, place my elbow towards it. Um, and I, I settled for trying it with the pull-down machine, but it just wasn't comfortable, like, doing it there. So I just, like, gave up the variant altogether, and I just kept doing, it like, the hammer curl, like, as you, like I normally do, until I saw somebody there, like, using another machine that I had even never even considered using. 
you know, and he was doing the exact same variant that I was planning to do, but I just, it just never occurred to me to use that other machine that he was sitting on and it just had the right padding. It had like the right, um, the right amount, like the right, the right adjustability to it. And I was like, look at that, you know, it's like, I mean, that's a, a like, there's something that I definitely store in my memory bank so I can use it next time, you know, but it's, uh, but yeah, being observant, you know, like, see, like, the, and don't be afraid to learn something new from someone else. At the end of the day, the worst place you could be is where you say, well, I'm, 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 this is the way I am. This is who I am. That's when you probably reach your limit when you actually say that, oh, this is how I am. This is how, how, how I was made. That's when you know you might want to reevaluate yourself because that's a dead end. That means that you're not going to change. That means that you're not going to take risks. That means that you're not going to uh, self-analyze yourself. So we need to push past that point where we're comfortable at the, at the level that we are right now. And I was just going to add, like, I was, as, it, as we go into the new year, you know, just keep yourself in check, you know, like, uh, you know, revisit, um, you know, uh, that's why writing down is so important, too, you know, because it's like, uh, you know, we think we give our, ourselves too much credit to how our memory works. Um, you know, that, like the reality is that we just absorb too much information in a single day with our minds, you know, which is why like writing down just is just perfect for things like this, like writing, like writing goals, like uh, and committing to them. So uh definitely something to keep in mind like just write it down and that way like when it's march when it's june and july august you know you can revisit those goals and see how how much closer am i to this than i was like four five six months ago uh so absolutely any final thoughts or comments i would agree with the last part that he said if you settle for yourself on just saying like this is who i am this is how i'm gonna be this is how always i'm gonna be i was brought like this you're never really gonna push yourself to what you really are capable of doing. And I would suggest that, you know, you actually try and reach over that, that side of fear, that side of like, what if I do do it, you know, or I can't do it, you know, make yourself stronger to do it because you have no idea if maybe that side is a lot more better for you or you'll be 10 times happier than what you are now, or you actually will, since you're starting some changes and you're adding more to your goals, more things, better things will come for you. And you're probably are your own like barrier that's stopping all of that from coming. Yeah. And to add to that, um, I wrote down some somewhere and I'm not even sure where the thought came from or where I got it from. But I'm going to I'm going to share this with you guys. So basically, those who rise above will always know what is below. But those who stay below will never know what is above. So I just want to encourage everybody to try to rise up to to your eminence and try to get to where um, you want to be. Don't don't settle for less and and keep working on your daily goals. And every time you fall off the horse, let's get back on and let's do it again and let's do it again. And let's do it again until we get it right. That's right. So. Uh... So any social medias that you guys want to plug in? Well, I'm on Facebook as Marilyn. <laughs> and then you can find me on Instagram as uh, Marilyn Fit For You. Um, I'm always available for any type of uh, help, coaching, just a talk, a shoulder to lean on. I'm always here for something like that. All right. I really appreciate you joining us. And yeah, so uh, you, everybody, you can follow us on eminencelegacy.com. Um, if you like uh shows like this and you, then and you can go ahead and support us at patreon.podbean.com slash eminence legacy uh jose luis any uh last uh 
uh, plugins that you want to add in? No, just make sure to follow us on our social media. Mine is at Sir Chain at um, IG or in uh, X, I guess. Okay, and then everybody can follow me on Cadena Alfonso on Instagram. And this concludes this week's episode. Everybody have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.